0: If you're a business leader, entrepreneur, or even just getting started in business, join us as we build the skills you need to achieve your goals. Hello, I am Deb Coviello, and I am so excited you've joined us again for another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Week after week, I have the distinct pleasure of interviewing amazing leaders and experts to bring their insights and inspiration to you. And Once a week, I get the opportunity for me to share my insights to help you gain control of your career or also put in part thoughts that you can share with the people around you or who are in your care. It is all about elevating the leaders of today and tomorrow, for which I'm grateful for this platform and opportunity to speak to you. So Let's introduce today's topic, and I hope it resonates with you, if not now, at some point in your career. But the topic, and I've had aspiring C-suite leaders ask me about this, is how to hold yourself accountable for the changes you want to see in your career, because if you're not thinking about it, nobody else is. And I never like to start from a place of negativity, but honestly, one of the things I have found with aspiring C-suite leaders, it is a mindset shift that we need to make the decision to be in charge of our career. If we're lucky, somebody else is thinking about it. So it's an important topic. So I want you to just get comfortable right now. Be prepared to write down a few thoughts, maybe close your eyes and think about, have you ever been in the situation where you were hoping and doing the work and hoping that you would get that promotion or that recognition? And unfortunately it didn't happen. My goal is to provide you some stories that might inspire you and perhaps a framework that'll help you get ahead. So if you're ready, let's get started. So. If you're in the top 10% as identified by your leadership, you are probably already on track and have been afforded the time and the resources for personal and leadership development. So you're quite lucky. There are the people that are in the bottom 10% for which "Mm, I'm so sorry you're there. I often think about you because maybe leadership has not given you the time and opportunity to be successful. But if you haven't already started about thinking about a difference in your career, perhaps we should start now. But honestly, this conversation is for everybody, but perhaps most importantly, the people that have been identified or placed in the middle. You are loyal. You do your work well. You are heads down. You think you're doing an amazing job. Your boss is telling you, keep going. You're doing great work. And that's my dog. And we're going to keep going. (laughs) in real life. But anyway, if you're in the middle, this conversation is for you. So if perhaps I can impart a few stories for you to help you understand how I have evolved and understood why it is important to take control of your career because of these three stories I'm about to share with you. So my first story, and I am dating myself, I go back to age 30. I was working at an electronics manufacturing company. And I worked hard. I was a quality supervisor responsible for the incoming quality of our materials that went into our products. And I had a lot of great experience. That's why I was hired into the company. But a new person, a little older than me, was brought in, and they hadn't been there as long as I, but they later got the promotion. And when I asked my boss, why did they get the promotion and not myself, they never really gave me a good answer. I was certainly qualified, but there was something different about why they were qualified. And so this to you is about having conversations with your boss, not only to understand what is in the job description in order to get ahead, but look around and ask more questions about what else is needed that may not be necessarily written. So lesson learned, I was frustrated at the time. And in retrospect, they did have more organizational savvy. They knew how to play the political game. They knew who to have conversations with. But putting that aside, if that was you, please know I can empathize with you. But here's another story. In this situation, I had been the manager of quality at a growing company, and I was growing the organization hiring people, setting up new programs. I said, I deserve to be the director because of all that I've contributed. So I went to my boss with three by five index card in hand, listed the justifications for which I should be promoted. And I received the promotion because they said not only did I articulate my value, but I also advocated for myself, because they say so often leaders will advocate for the people in their care and not advocate for themselves. For which then he, I was awarded the director of quality position. So a little insight there, stop being so humble and perhaps self advocate a little bit more. But I'll bring this all together in a framework later on. And hence the third story. I was in a flavors and fragrance company for which I started out as a quality engineer, then became a quality supervisor, quality manager, and ultimately a regional quality manager. And when I went to my boss during my one-on-ones, I said, what's next? How can I move up in the organization for which they said, in your line of work, there is not a career ladder. You can't go any higher. For which they said, you have our blessing, go out and seek other opportunities within the company. So that was great. Unfortunately, though, as I pursued that, I wound up finding a position outside the company for which then I grew and grew and grew. But at least there was some transparency there. We had open lines of communication for which I was then given guidance on what I should do next. So those are my stories. Hopefully, one of those resonated with you. As they are in real life, they do happen to good people like you. But what you really need is a framework of what you should do. And But I will start with what not to do. If you want to take control of your career and you want to hold yourself accountable for the changes, what not to do, waiting doesn't work. You heard it. Waiting for the opportunity doesn't work. If you're lucky to have an advocate, an amazing boss that sees your talent and wants to expand your horizons, you are in the critical few percent. So be excited that you have that kind of leadership that is looking out for you. But I'll say it again, waiting doesn't work. I will also say time and position doesn't work. So often, our job descriptions are written that you need 18, three years experience in order to be able to move up to the next level. Just know, it's a guideline. And thinking that it automatically happens at the end of that time frame doesn't work. And finally, good work alone does not work. And thinking that you will be rewarded. It is important to do the best work that you can, but you will see sometimes people are elevated to the position that you wanted and don't do the same quality work as you. Just know, please don't be too frustrated. Don't lose your confidence. Keep honing your technical craft. But sometimes things aren't fair for which the framework I'm going to be providing you talks about opening the lines of communication. And so it's important for you to take control of your career and The framework I want to paint for you is something where I want you to close your eyes and reflect deeply on this. This is really, really critical. And you'll hear it in terms of self-actualization or manifestation, whatever shun words you want to call it. It's about you and your mindset. And let's start here. I need you, first and foremost, to see yourself in the role or situation you aspire to visualization is key. When you can see it and then you craft the plan around it, it becomes so much easier. I want you to sincerely feel what it is like to be in that future state. Because if you can't see it, if you can't feel it, if you can't show the behaviors of being that person in that role, then how are you going to craft a plan to get there? So, visualization is absolutely clear. See it because everything that you do next will build towards that vision that you hold dearly. Next, if you see yourself in that position, maybe you've seen somebody else in that same position, listen and think about how they message and how they speak and what kinds of words do they use that seem to resonate with you and influence. I want you to think about some of your most powerful moments where you delivered a presentation and the words and the delivery and the impact and the head nods that people had relative to you communicating. Those become your strongest messages. So again, think about yourself, what you look like in that new role and what are the messages that you wanna communicate that help you meet those goals? And I want you to be clear and articulate and always do it for the right reasons. So messaging, see yourself, and then start thinking about the messages that you want to create. Now, this is key, this next thing I want to share with you is your values. Please know what your core values are, because these are the things that when faced with difficult decisions, or ethical issues, or just difficult decisions that you might have to make, When you know what your core values are, those things that are not negotiable or those things that you stand for, every decision along the way for you to make your career changes is possible because you need to be very clear on what jobs that you do want and those jobs you don't want because they may violate a value of yours. For instance, time at work versus time with family, areas of the business that are interesting that you're passionate about, don't settle. Unless settling helps you do a lateral to something you do want to do at some point in time. So know your values. Now, the next thing is write things down. It doesn't have to be perfect, but list the steps you need to achieve and don't worry about the order or how you're going to get them done. Just write them down and check with a mentor if they make sense. But the first step, and I talk about every single day, you need to take one step further is write them down. What do you think you need to do to get to the next level? Is it a conversation? Is it a certification? Is it spending time with a person in another area of the organization? Is it getting to know a senior leader who already has that role or maybe you aspire to work in that organization? Write down all these steps, 10, 20 different things. They're all actions. Don't worry if you know how to do them or not. And then prioritize them. And you're a smart person prioritize those things that you think you need to do first, second, and third. And then that'll set the path going forward. Next, a timeline, a timeline for which you are going to hold yourself accountable to do these individual things. They could be done in series, or perhaps you can do a few things in parallel to shorten the timeline. So know the things that have to be sequential, or those things that can be done in parallel without slowing down anything else in the process. And then the next thing, you've got to make it visual. It's got to slap you in the face. You have to see it every single day so that you can't ignore it. You need to glance at it, whether it's a post-it note, something on your whiteboard, or perhaps you prefer electronic media for which you check a Google spreadsheet or some other platform that reminds you of the things that you prioritize to do every day, week, or month. And what I need you to do is as you're looking at progressing down these goals, use some kind of system to qualify when you've checked the box and you've reached that goal, perhaps the color green as good. Perhaps if you are delayed, don't feel bad, things happen. You might be delayed in getting certain things done. Maybe use the color yellow to indicate caution. You need to bring this one back on track. And wherever you're off track, use a signal like red. And I know red is perceived as bad, but it is meant to highlight something that you need to get back on track. And as soon as you get it back on track, flip it to green or whatever color coding system, check marks, indicators, tear that post-it note off the wall. Once you've achieved that goal, use something that makes sense to you to keep yourself accountable. And just know it's not good or bad if you achieve something or you miss the mark. It's simply a tool to show a gap in achieving what you want to do. So don't worry if you miss something. Make sure you stay on track. And what I promise you, and I promise you, is you will progress and achieve what you want or possibly something that you didn't expect to happen. So just be ready that while you progress in controlling your career, some things may step in your way but force you to go in a different direction that you never would have realized had you not taken the first, second, and third step forward. Now, what I want to promise you, this is how you can hold yourself accountable. Obviously, partnering with a mentor, partnering with your boss on this journey, whoever you trust to check in with and say, hey, look at what I've done. Look at what I've achieved. Again, always acknowledge what have you achieved, but what you have really Achieve during this process is developing a strategy, but developing a strategy based on your personal goals that you want to achieve. But just know identifying a gap, identifying the future step. What are the steps along the way that you need to take? Finding resources or people to help you achieve those certain steps and then a management tool for which you can track progress and mitigate if ever you're off track you have developed a new skill that you could apply to any initiative that you're responsible for, or a group of people that are in your care that you're leading on a project. By self-management, by self-accountability to take control of your career, this skill can be applied to anything that you do. And so in the end, you become accountable for the career outcome that you desire. And doesn't that sound powerful? You have the control and even if along the way you take these steps and you don't get the career results but you have improved as a person you can look elsewhere for a different opportunity and then take this lesson learn about personal accountability and how you evolved Because then that shows resilience and your ability to evolve in other situations. So nothing ventured, nothing gained. I got that expression right this time. And I will tell you that I applied that same principle as I was going through my last corporate job. And I set the intention of doing certain things weekly, monthly, yearly. And I started out as one position that got me to the corporate role, but ultimately I achieved the vice president of quality for a number one company. And that was ultimately my goal from about 10 years prior. Every step along the way was intentional to get me to that goal. And so now I apply that in my business as the drop-in CEO. I continually apply that principle to help move forward in my ability to serve you. I'm evolving the product offers, my coaching services, the drop-in CEO podcast continues to evolve, maybe even developing a community for aspiring C-suite leaders to join. All of these things are planned, but not with personal accountability to achieve my business goals and for you to achieve your career goals. So I hopefully that was helpful. I am so grateful that you have joined us on another episode of the Drop-In CEO Podcast. Please reach out to me. Let's connect. Let's have a conversation, 30-minute complimentary conversation just to get to know each other. And Perhaps I can impart some thoughts with you to help you with your career goals, but please, 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 did I say please, take advantage of the other offers that we have on my website, dropinceo.com. Again, you will have the blog posts that I write every week. You'll have the recordings of the Drop-In CEO podcast. My book, The CEO's Compass, Your Guide to Get Back on Track, has many of these insights in it, as well as the upcoming Drop-In C-Suite Academy. We are are moving our launch date to August 2022. Please join us. Please reach out so we can get you on the waiting list and get you some information so you can join us in a three-month experience to evolve your career and get your career goals. So again, thank you. It is my honor to serve and share these insights with you. Thank you again for joining us on this podcast conversation. I do hope to connect with you in the future, but until then, I wish you continued success and be well. Thank you for listening to the Drop-In CEO Podcast. My new book, The CEO's Compass, will change the way you think about leadership, navigate rapid transformation, and elevate the leaders of tomorrow. If you're feeling off track, The CEO's Compass assessment will guide you to peace of mind in days, not months. You can learn more about The CEO's Compass by visiting my website at dropinceo.com. Now go out and lead, inspire, and achieve your goals.